Well, I was in hospital for 19 hours, yeah. couldn't eat anything because they were like, well, you might need to go into theatre. And then because they couldn't find my appendix, they were like, well, usually it would be really inflamed if it's like to the point where we yeah. need to take it out. So it could have just been a grumble, which means it got a bit infected. Yeah. But then and the you antibodies. Like, we couldn't come into the podcast because you were up till 3 a.m. You know, yeah. with this. So and, and then you were like, oh, sorry, guys, it was just an appendix grumble. And it's, <laughs> I was almost like, just take it out so it doesn't yeah, look yeah. like I was getting out of work. <laughs> Hello everyone, you're listening to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Georgia. I'm Lily. And today I'm going to be talking about my appendix scare. <laughs> Midnight hospital trips. Who oh, doesn't love those? my God. So you may have seen my little parody on TikTok of an influencer going to hospital. Technically there was a true story behind that. I, a few weeks ago, I was at Sam's house, my, my boyfriend, and I was just sitting in bed on TikTok, you know, as you do. And all of a sudden, I got this stabbing pain right next, like on the right side of my belly button, yeah. almost on my belly button. And it was a very different pain. It wasn't like a period cramp. It wasn't like a, you know, bowel Well, you bowel thought it movement. was because you text me and you go... Yeah, and I was like, Because you never this? get you never get period cramps. So yeah. you were like, is this what a period cramp is? And I was like, oh, not really. No, Lily like, goes, yeah, but as long as it's not just on one side. And I was like, it is. I was like, and which then, side is it on? And she, she goes, like, right, right side. side. And Lily I was goes, like, shit. Oh. And then I was like, where did the pain start? And you went, my belly button and I searched up and it says that like appendix like yeah. it starts in your belly button and goes to the side yeah and it did and it I was started like, oh, in my belly button you're not actually overreacting because yeah. you overreact a lot <laughs> and I was really really scared yeah <laughs> it was really ironic because appendicitis was my first ever fear as a child I was about eight and we learned about it once fear fixation yeah it was yeah. A f- one of my little I had a lot of fixations as a kid um later in life I learned that was a form of OCD if you yeah. have fixations a lot and it shifts from one thing to another and you just cannot let things go mm. um you get obsessed over it you go over the same rituals in your head that could be OCD Um, And that's, yeah, later in life I found that out. But one of my first fixations was appendicitis. Mm. And that, I felt like my little eight-year-old self again. I started freaking out. I've never been so um, scared to the point where my jaw was jittering. Like, (laughs) like, and... Sam was like, are you cold, George? I'm like, no, I'm just scared. Like, yeah, yeah. I was I was crying. I was, it was really scary, like a really, really scary pain. It really did feel like someone had a knife and was stabbing oh my belly button. God. And then, so Sam drove me to the hospital, which was only up the road. And then we, I had to go into this room and they like straight away um, put a cannula in my like, arm but first of all they couldn't find my vein oh, I hate stabbed these. me yeah. three times uh. like once in my hand then finally got one in my arm I hate I had to have one in the back of my hand and there's like no fat on your hands like I hate that they I put a it in, there. In, in your hand I prefer it in my arm I prefer it in my hand I was already freaking out and then they had to like sorry sorry we, oh, we missed the vein we've got to try again fourth time oh, they got God. it in they took the blood did some like tests and everything I was at this point still like really upset and crying and then um it's the pain spread to my back and I thought I'm (laughs) like the the doctor was like um is she still standing like is she vomiting like they they took me in quite like quickly because they thought oh you know she might have to go into theater soon yeah and then they did all these tests and they couldn't find any infection in my blood um I had to do a, a urine sample all that and 
then I had to go in to get um, an ultrasound done, like yeah. of my bladder and all that, just make sure everything is okay. And they couldn't find it. They couldn't that's find so weird. They were just my like, yeah, appendix. We can't find your appendix. Like, and then I they, find that's so funny. Yeah, and then they just sent me home. They were like, well, if it happens again, come back. But what you've had is an appendix grumble. God, that sounds so dramatic and over. Like, <laughs> guys, I can't come into work. I've got an appendix grumble. Yeah, because you missed the podcast. So this was, it was like 12 o'clock, uh, mm. probably 11.30 and you FaceTimed me and I was just about to go to bed because we had like podcasts the next day. Yeah. I ended up staying up to 1am worrying about you and like Aww. waiting for you to call me. Well, I was in hospital for 19 hours, yeah. couldn't eat anything because they were like, well, well, you might need to go into theatre. And then because they couldn't find my appendix, they were like, well, usually it would be really inflamed if it's like to the point where we yeah. need to take it out. So it could have just been a grumble, which means it got a bit infected. Yeah. But then and the you antibodies. Like, we couldn't come into the podcast because you were up till 3 a.m. You yeah. know, with this. So and, and then you're like, oh, sorry, guys, it was just an appendix grumble. And it's, I was almost <laughs> like, just take it out so it doesn't yeah, look yeah. like I was getting out of work. <laughs> but um, if it had been like really like massive and infected, they would have been able to see it. But yeah. they also, some, some people don't have one. But they were like, oh, I'm pretty sure like it would have been your appendix because everything else was clear. My bladder, my uterus, yeah. all clear. Right. Um, but yeah, 19 hours of not eating anything just to be sent home with an appendix grumble. And yeah. then they were just like, yeah, if it happens again, come back. But <sighs> sometimes this can just happen and it can never happen again. Or like the antibodies in your body might have fighted it off and That's like fought so it weird. off, sorry. So weird. Yeah. Um, and it was quite scary. And then I walked out of the hospital and there was this these two young girls in a car um, pointing and laughing at me and oh videoing God. me while I had just walked out of hospital. That's so awful, George. And this was the first time where I hadn't smiled at someone who recognised me and yeah. I just I, – I gave them a look. I gave them a bit of a death stare. I was like, mate, like, please respect me. I've just come out of hospital. hospital. You don't know why I was in there. I could yeah. have been in there for any reason. Yeah. I was just waiting for Sam to pick me up. I had Crocs on. Maybe <laughs> that was why they were laughing. Maybe. But um, – <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, if you if you take anything away from this, just be respectful of people. Yeah. Like, even if they are someone a you've quote seen I always, online. A quote I always live by is like, you don't know someone else's story. Yeah. Like, you don't like, know what they're going through, so don't judge. I just don't understand why you would be pointing and laughing at someone who's just walked out of a hospital, yeah, even if you did God, know yeah. me from TikTok and I had Crocs on. It's just so... But bloody um, hell. Anyway. Insensitive. That's my little complaint. I have had to go to the hospital once, like at midnight. Um, the other, it was a couple months ago. When was this? This was uh, a couple months ago. I had like really bad asthma and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And some this happens kind of like every time it turns to winter, mm. my asthma just gets bad again. But this time it was like really bad to the point I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't fully get a breath in. Did you think it was COVID? No, I had had a COVID test and that's mm. why when I went in, they were like, is it COVID? I was like, well, I have had a test and like, you can't be here. And I'm like, mm. but I can't breathe. Yeah. So can you help me? Uh, anyway, I went into the hospital, to the emergency room. There were so many people there and I was, was they, sitting there. Were they all there like coughing from COVID? No, there was like a lady with a broken arm, you know. When I went stuff. to the hospital, there was all these people with COVID, like purely with COVID. There was a lady oh. like in the same room as me and we just had to wear masks there was this girl i was like this chick's dying like oh, oh love is dying like she really? she sounded like she could not get a breath yeah in. like her her throat sounded like it was closing up she was just having the most intense coughing it sounded like there was blood Poor like thing. in the throat it was just did they take her in they did they end up yeah. taking her in but i was just thinking why would you make her wait she's 
gonna yeah, die. Yeah, exactly. Like it was really, really bad. Yeah. Anyway, I waited like three hours and they still hadn't seen me because all these other people were in pain and I wasn't in pain necessarily. I just couldn't really breathe. Mm. Um. So I just went home because there were so many people in front of me and more people were coming in and who would who were more sick than me. Um. It is crazy how like you could have. <laughs> you could have been dying. They were like, yeah, just a 19-hour wait, doll. Yeah, like, with your appendix. No, yeah. it, what I'm saying is it's crazy how, like, on demand, paramedics and, like, people in the, like, first... Oh, it's still, like, a 20-minute wait for an ambulance. You know, I know, the, it's the crazy. average, like, wait time for an ambulance was 20 minutes. I know. Because so every, cause they, like, I feel like you can never have enough paramedics and they all, like... Um, they're all doing it as fast as they can and oh, going yeah. as fast as they can. It would be so hard as a paramedic to, like, have to prioritize people when you, you just can't, like, yeah. not enough hands. Yeah. Oh, they like just don't get paid whole, enough. The whole it's ridiculous. health system through COVID, like, I can't even imagine. No, I can't either. Um, well, George, I kind of wanted to t- touch on the fact that you made a TikTok while you were literally getting, like, <laughs> possibly getting your appendix out. Like, like influencer, influencers are always on, per se. <laughs> so, like, how, do you, how did you, like, you well, know... I didn't actually record that much like I came home and I was like oh my god I don't even have that much footage because I was so scared and you're most so of worried time. about oh, I don't have footage whereas like <laughs> your appendix could have been burst so that's why in the video you had to see me using a lot of stock images because I was yeah. like, I just didn't have enough footage to use um <laughs> but I I did think while I was like because I there was a lot a lot a lot of waiting time and yeah. I was like what can I do right now? Oh, I don't know. I can film some bits if I if I decide to make this into a stupid like TikTok. TikTok if nothing was wrong. And I did. And you said that Sam took you to the hospital. Was he like, were you like the next day like, oh, babe, my appendix, like, can you get me a cup of tea? Yeah, he did actually get me Zarafas the next day. Oh, and I nice. ate that like like a dog. Because yeah, like you had eaten dog. for 19 <laughs> hours because they're like, you might have to go in the theatre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh uh, they starved me and sent me home. <laughs> no, Did I you get those like hospital cookies? Like that's one of the upsides no. of being sick. I love the hospital cookies. <laughs> I got surgery on my thumb and when I came out of surgery, they gave me like these shortbread cookies and they were delicious. They were gluten-free. So fucking good. We all good. know what those cookies oh, are. Oh, they're so good. They've got like eucalyptus on the front. Oh, so good. Love them. <laughs> And they gave me like a corn meat sandwich, but all I wanted was those um, biscuits. Mm. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> you know when you're like really hungry and you order like heaps heat. of food to oh, eat yeah, and then God, you yeah. only hit through up because your <laughs> stomach shrunk? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like being sick as an adult, like, you know, your boyfriend took you to hospital, usually you'd be like, mom. Like, yeah. I remember when I got my tonsils out and mom literally ditched me and so did dad. I was home alone. I, that was horrible timing yes. why did they do that well i said that i like, oh, had at least just got his tonsils out she's gonna be bedridden for a few days perfect time to go on a little no girl's trip. well they had it planned and yeah. then i booked like the surgery and i was like it's fine i'll be fine and jake look after me <laughs> you weren't but fine i was not fine i was on my literal deathbed <laughs> for like a heard. solid two we don't weeks. need to revisit we have no, heard. We don't. no we don't but yeah I, uh, getting sick as an adult was very different to when you're a kid yeah. but i did feel like a kid again when i had my tonsils out because nan came over Mm. and then used to come over and sit with us when we were sick home, home from school. So Poor it didn't feel like that. Min's got you through that. Dude, Dude. Dude got me through that. She came and sat on my bed and she was like, oh. hello, I know you feel like <laughs> shit, but I'm very cute. Yeah, it was good. 
Do you remember what it was like to be like have sick days oh. off as a kid? I remember I would like set up a whole station. Oh yes. Like, on the on the lounge, I'd have a blanket on the bottom, my my pillow on the lounge, and then like a sheet like on the top of me. I have I would a bin next to me, tissues, glass of water. I remember when I like got sick with the vomiting bug. Mum used to use a syringe to give me water. I was like, I need syringe. a syringe, <laughs> and I would drink my water like that. It just tasted better. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh my god, you were such a weird kid. Yeah. But then. When you when you got better, you started still drinking it out of the it syringe. It just tasted better. Like what can I say? Three days. It's after like when that. kids like milk, like having like one kid I taught at dance, um, had like quote unquote a burn on her hand, and she had like this sock thing on it for a week. She kept that on for two terms. What? She. It was just like it almost became a comfort sock. Like, like kind of like a like, piece you know, of like personality. The, the compression compression socks. Yeah. That start off as white, and now it's like an off brown color. Because she's had it on for that long. Like, she did not take <laughs> it off. stages of Munchausen's. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that when I was a little kid, I, like, hurt my ankle and I got one of those compression socks, left that shit on for weeks. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not upset at this girl it because stunk. I know exactly how she felt. Yeah. I, I did that shit for ages. Like, how I remember when I dressed up as a witch with a broken arm for Halloween. You, Lily, like, loved <laughs> attention. Like, people feeling sorry for her. I was deprived of it. So she, she would improvise. She, she walked around like a little wounded animal if she, like, got a little scratch on a finger or something. I was and like, when kids... <laughs> this one kid I babysit, I came over the other day. And she had, a, like, a Band-Aid on her wrist. She goes, it's just pretend. It's just pretend. She was like, it's oh my just, god. just for looks. Oh my god. And then it started First. coming off and I was like, oh, we'll take it off. She's like, no, it'll hurt. I'm like, so you're not even hurt. And you put a bandit on to then be hurt. I remember as a kid, like having, like wanting to have sick days off just to get off school, but always kind of like, this was really bad. I never oh do this. Gosh. But when I was like a little kid, I'd really put it on and be like, mom, I've got a headache just because I wanted the strawberry Panadol. Oh, do you remember that? Do you remember the strawberry, like the, the syringe Panadol? Do you remember the giraffe so medicine? Nice. Yeah, it was the giraffe medicine. The giraffe medicine. medicine. If I did have a cough, be like, no, <coughs> I don't, I don't have a cough, mom. I, I need don't. the giraffe I medicine, I need mom. the giraffe medicine. Not that, and she'd be like, nope, you got a cough, you need a cough. Because we called it the giraffe medicine because it had a picture of a giraffe on the front, by yes, the way. So it was just and it giraffe. tasted like strawberry cordial. I remember as a kid when I got sick, I would always come home from school for a headache. And to be fair, I did have a headache, but I have a headache every day as mm. an adult and doesn't phase me. You know, you just got to work through it. I remember as a kid, I was coming home from school with a headache so often, mum and dad made me get an x-ray on my head. I do remember that. And they just were came you? back and they were like, yeah, she's a bit iron deficient. That's about it. <laughs> and and they were like, you need to eat more meat. Apparently I was. And By then the dad end. had like a sit down with me. And I remember, because mum lectured us so much, we wouldn't listen. But <laughs> when dad did, you knew it was. Yeah, you, know, you knew it was, it was time to dad clean up Dad sat me act. down and he just goes... Lil, every time you call in sick, Nan has to come over and look after you. Oh, do you remember that? And, and he was just like, the just amount maybe you could try to stay at school. Like, you, you know, you maybe just toughen up a little bit. The amount bit. of times I would come home from school and, and Lily I'm just would sitting be on the, on the lounge with, with my station. Lily would be on the lounge with a pack of shapes and a station and a syringe in the side of her. <laughs> and my, like, pet rabbit on the lounge. <laughs> like, I'm like, and I need Oreo to help. Me. Yeah, and then Nan, Nan would be like, Nan would be there with her, and I'd be like, "What's what? What is it? She, she's sick. Oh, she's, she's got, got a headache." And Nan was always so sincere yeah, about it. Like Nan, Nan was is the nicest woman ever. <laughs> Nan was really like, like she she liked caring for people. God, yeah, she so, picked me up from school every day. Yeah, <laughs> love Nanny. 
So in conclusion, being sick as a kid was a lot better and honestly fun. Yeah. Because when you're an adult and you're sick, you still have shit to do. Although I do remember the being a kid. The day doesn't stop because you're sick. Although I do remember being a kid and when I was when I had a fever as a kid, I feel like fevers were so much worse yeah. as a kid. I remember like um, doing this thing where I would put my blanket on half of me because you know how when you have a fever, you feel hot and cold. And I was like, how? Like, I'm a genius. I can combat this <laughs> half, half. Yeah. So, like, one leg out. One leg out. <laughs> but like, then you're like, oh, my God, the monster's going to get my leg because it's <laughs> not underneath the sheet. But fevers were the worst. Yeah. Do you know that a fever happens because your body is trying to kill off the bad bacteria so it heats itself up so it's burning the bacteria Tea. out of your body? Tea. 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 Okay, so <laughs> like, Georgia, you. you, like, just know random facts. You never, like, are well-versed in one area or one topic mm-hmm. like that you know everything about except pixie hollow so sometimes like when i do get a fever and it has happened rarely i'm like yes it's burning <laughs> it's burning the stuff out of my body no, that's weird and i just stop <laughs> that was weird in conclusion medical tea. tea thank you so much for listening um i'm lily i'm georgia and we're signing off bye bye G Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow, Follow and listen, listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.